I quickly saw in my first corporate position how sitting at a table or presenting to C-suite executives, I was listened to. What can we do? How do we do this? How do we do this right? What's your thoughts on it? And they would listen to what I had to say and they would institute it. And these were at facilities that I, a year ago, was a bedside nurse at and had the same thoughts or, you know, provided that feedback to my management and it went nowhere. So it was already eye opening to see I get on a different side of the business. I now am in the room with these people and they are listening to me, soaking up every word that I have to say and instituting the guidelines that I'm saying. And so I saw quickly how powerful you can be when you work for a company that provides products and services to hospitals. And so just by having nurses in the boardroom in any company that's providing product services that's going to touch patients or healthcare professionals changes the scope, the awareness and the ability to see from a different area versus MBAs, business suits, people in money who want to, you know, have one focus. They're able to say, well, wait a minute, let's take a step back and listen, because these are the ones that are in the rooms with the hospitals. These are our people that are in there with our core customers. And so if nurses get in more of these rooms, I have no doubt in my mind that healthcare can change for the better for everyone. Welcome to the Insightful Nurse Leader. This podcast is focused on assisting nurse leaders become effective managers and change facilitators. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Insightful Nurse Leader. Our guest today is a founder of the Corporate Nurse LLC a professional development company which empowers nurses to expand their skill set beyond direct patient care and leverage their bedside knowledge to land corporate nursing positions from commercial to research and development companies. Her mission is reflected in her company ethos, Nurses Belong in the Boardroom. Lexi J, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure. We're so glad to have you here. So Lexi, how did you decide to move into corporate nursing? Gosh. So I was your quintessential critical care nurse, thought that I was going to go to CRNA school. And when that didn't happen, I had to figure out what was I going to do with my life. I knew that I wanted to make a great salary as a nurse, but did not see life outside of being a CRNA. And so after changing specialties, moving to a new state, going into different areas to see if something piqued my passion, I got to that block in the walls and was like, I want out of nursing completely. I I don't want to do this anymore. And so around 2014, I started to really get physically just ill with having the drive to the hospital was making me sick. I felt myself getting very agitated easily. And so I was like, I'm either going to walk away from this degree completely if I don't find something outside of the hospital. And so I started to remember the companies that I worked with their products when I was at the bedside, you know, who came into the IR suites and talked about their medical devices or what were those companies that I utilized their products in the Mm. surgical ICU. And I just started going to their website and looking for anything that I could do and didn't really have a plan, but just started submitting my, my resume to these companies and getting rejected and wondering why am I getting rejected? Like I have the skills they're looking for. What am I doing wrong? And so after about five and a half months of applying Getting some places with some companies, I finally got my first offer with a medical device company. I got that first check and said, I'm never going back to the bedside. (laughs) Wow. 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 Thanks for sharing that. So 
in a traditional hospital setting or profession for nurses, the traditional outlook professionally is that, you know, you go to become a nurse manager or assistant manager first and nurse manager or be an educator or until you become a CNO and all that. And you took a, a rather different route. Can you talk about how is corporate nursing different from the traditional nursing leadership track? Sure. So I thought that was the track I was supposed to take, you know, after no CRNA, let's go administration, let's do management. And that went away very quick when I saw that was, you know, not going to occur. So corporate nurses have no patient care responsibilities. For the most part, 95% of these positions, you work completely remote 100% of the time. What you are doing is you're taking that foundational knowledge from the hospital, from patient care, and providing it to companies that provide products and services to hospitals or healthcare professionals and then to patients. And so I could take my knowledge from the ICU and go to a company that had medical devices in the ICU and tell them, well, when a patient is coding, you're doing the following. So to pull your device out and do this, the functionality is not really set up for it because this is what's going on while a code is ensuring. And they're like, wait, we didn't know this. Like light bulb moment goes off. So there's really this big wide field of areas that nurses from any specialty can bring that knowledge to companies that want to provide services and products to patients and, you know, healthcare professionals. Think of hospital designs, you know, you go into a hospital room, I'm sure you have, and you're like, who designed this? We've got a, a sink mm-hmm. here, the bed's here. If something were to happen, how could we maneuver you know, ergonomically friendly? There are construction companies and engineering firms that hire nurses to help them design hospitals so everything is ergonomically placed correctly, that the functionality works well. They want more nurses in these spaces. The problem is that they just don't know how to reach them. So that's where I'm coming in to try to help. Very nice. I, I totally agree with you. The value of bedside nurses, clinical nurses to organizations who need frontline knowledge and experience to be able to better design their product and services. Absolutely. So relating this to any nurse out there thinking about this route, how did you overcome that perspective of I'm going to leave bedside? You know, I've been a nurse for X number of years and Obviously, there is some apprehension. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm leaving the bedside. How did you overcome that jumping into this corporate world? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I talked to people at first and was like, hey, I'm thinking about going and working for this company. They've contacted me. And I had a lot of naysayers that, you know, you really want to leave the hospital? Like, are you even going to be considered a nurse anymore? Why would you want to do that? You went to school so long to take care of patients. And I really had to sit with myself and think, am I going to be happy if I continue to come to the hospital every day? And so I was always told when you get to the point where you no longer care, you need to pull yourself back. And Mm -hmm. I took a lot of pride in taking care of patients as I wanted my loved ones taken care of. And I never got to the point where I didn't care, but I felt myself getting to that point to where I was feeling like I'm not going above and beyond every time I come here. So I need to take a step back. And it was, do you want to be happy in a new place? Be scared, do it, you know, go against the grain. Or do you want to be miserable driving to this hospital every day? And so I had to block out all of the noise from the naysayers and forge my own path. And I'm so glad I did. Mm -hmm. I love how you demonstrate self-awareness in in that process and, and set your appropriate boundaries in that regard. Lexi, you wrote a blog about falling back in love 
with nursing. And, you know, you recently wrote this and published through your website. And I love how you outlined the process of how you fell back in love in nursing. And you went through self-reflection, self-awareness, taking stock on your accomplishments and your outlook. Can you walk us through how you went about this process? Sure. So, you know, I, I think a lot of being in the bedside right now, or essentially when I was there, is you're in survival mode. You come mm-hmm. to these hospitals, you have these very tumultuous shifts. These patients are very sick. The families are stressed out, demanding. You know, everyone's stretched so thin. And so you don't remember why you initially went to nursing school. You don't remember that pinning ceremony, passing the boards, getting your first job, all of that excitement feeling. And so when I went into corporate and I, I was paid very well, I'm no longer stressed out about money. I'm, I'm a single mom. And so now me and my son can do a lot of things we weren't able to do. I'm no longer working in that survival mode. And so I'm able now to think about what makes me happy or I like doing this. I like presenting to executives. I like talking to them about issues plaguing their hospitals and how my company designs things to help with that. And so from there, you start to see okay, well, I'm really great at these types of things. And so, oh, wow, I can talk about nursing in these areas and people are excited about it and they listen to me. And from there you start to see, okay, well, how can I build upon this? Where are some other areas in this space that I can go into and take this even a step further? And the big light bulb moment for me was that working in corporate, your skills, what you want to do transcends across regionally and nationally and then across the globe. These are global companies that you are working with that can take your you know, design, your thoughts, your, your solutions and present it to their device or their service across the world. And so I'm sure everyone that's going to listen to this is a great nurse at their facility, but you only get to take care of those patients that come to your facility. When you come into corporate, you touch so many different lives because your reach is bigger. And mm-hmm. so you really do have to be self-aware and think, what, what am I good at? What are the gifts inside of me that come very easily and how I can apply that within healthcare and within nursing with a company? And when I felt that, I just fell back in love with nursing over and every year, my love for nursing increases because you really can see how that foundational bedside knowledge is so needed in these companies and they want what you have to say. They listen to what you have to say and they apply it and you see it change lives all over the world. Wow. Amazing. So Lexi, thank you for sharing that. And to me, it's really about the self-awareness about like, Hey, I'm having compassion fatigue and really reflect on where I need to go from here and looking at what am I good at? What value can I offer? What problem can I solve out there and represent myself to companies where I can expand my reach or influence? So recently there was a hospital closure in Atlanta, right? Mm -hmm. Where nurses were surprised that the facility was closing effective November 1st this year. And Obviously, this is shocking for those directly impacted with this because of the livelihood and such, which brings about the importance of really having a good plan or a backup plan for our careers as nurses. Because with the financial problems right now in different healthcare systems around the country or even heck the world, right, this shouldn't be a surprise moving forward. And as nurses, how do you suggest or recommend that we prepare ourselves 
to be agile as far as having to work in a different area if we get a dreaded news that, hey, my company's closing? What are the strategies that you can advise to nurses out there? Oh, this is great. So I am a firm believer in keeping your network warm. You know, they say the best time to look for a job is when you already have a job. And unfortunately, most people wait until they are tired of that job before they begin to look for their next opportunity. And so because as nurses, we are so beholden to the hospital setting, that's all schools taught us to go into, that's all practice has taught us to stay in. You have to really think, where do these skills go if I can't go to a hospital every day? And so looking into professional development for yourself, that's not attached to a certification or, you know, an additional degree. I am a strong supporter of furthering your education. I am currently pursuing a PhD in nursing. However, I don't need a PhD for what I do in corporate nursing. I don't need a master's. My nursing degree is my ticket in. And being able to translate your resume to showcase your skills that are transferable, being able to interview very well. We are so accustomed to interviewing for traditional bedside roles, taking care of patients, but going and being able to interview through multiple rounds through a company, presenting data to a company, because some of these positions do have that as part of their interview process really looking at the professional development for yourself that's not attached to getting a certification, just that that simplistic ownership of how do I own my career and what are the things that I need to do to ensure I'm always marketable in whatever economy and in multiple industries. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Totally agree. So Lexi, can you walk us through your approach on how do you help nurses go through what you just explained? Yeah. So my program, Leap to Corporate Nursing, is a group coaching program for nurses. And the first thing that we talk about is mindset because nurses are beat down right now. Let's be clear. They feel Mm. they are at a wall. You know, they're very disillusioned with nursing. They're upset and have valid emotions about what has taken place. And so I really work on the mindset to show nurses that you have everything within you to obtain these positions right now. You don't need to go get an MBA. You don't need to have a BSN in nursing. You have a nursing degree. That's it. And that's all. Ends as well. That degree is marketable for you in corporate. And so after the mindset piece, it's really starting to ask yourself the hard questions of what makes me happy? What do I love about nursing? But what do I hate about nursing as well? Do you like to travel? A lot of these positions have a travel aspect. You can travel internationally or do you not like to travel Do you like to get in front of people and present information, really focusing on getting you a position that tailors to your lifestyle design, where you want your life to be in the next one to three years? From there, where to search for these positions? Because it's not just about looking for a job. It's being strategic in your approach of, I want to work in these kind of companies. Maybe I feel called to work with dementia population, Alzheimer's, or I have a special pool to hepatology looking at the companies that offer those services and products Mm -hmm. and going there. But so you find this great job, right? Do you know how to apply for it successfully and beat ATS software and not get your resume kicked out? Do you know how to get to that hiring manager's computer to say, call me for this interview? And then Mm -hmm. how do you really interview successfully? So you move through each round of the process to be their final candidate. And then when they offer you this position, how do you then negotiate back? Because I'm a, I'm a strong supporter of nurses not leaving money on the table. I don't care if they offer you $150,000 salary. I want you to push it a little bit more because they're probably going to give it to you. And then finally, how do you transition into this new role 
successfully because you're now going to be remote. You're going to be acclimating to a virtual team. And how do you really set yourself up for success so you move into further positions in corporate, but also jump your salary very well? I mean, there are nurses who work in corporate who make two to $300,000 a year. And I always ask nurses, show me a bedside nurse, a CRNA that's making that kind of money, but not stressed out, not working six, 12 hour shifts a week, not, you know, working multiple jobs, not being a travel nurse, you know, just going into their local hospital and pulling that kind of money. And so really opening nurses' eyes to the fact that you have options available to you. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that. So Lexi, let's talk about your company ethos. (laughs) Nurses belong in the boardroom. So when I first heard this, right, and I shared this with you before, to me, it sounds to me like I have equal decision-making capability. And I recently interviewed Zach Smith in the prior episode, and he shared to our listeners his passion about supporting and advocating for nurses, right? And he shared challenges with partnering with hospitals with change. And to me, it comes down to with nurses, you know, yeah, we we want more money, et cetera. But truly at the heart of it, we want to be part of the decision-making that's integral with where organizations are going because we generally do much of the work, right, from an operations standpoint. And your company ethos talks more about autonomy, talks more about a shared governance, a shared way to be able to make decisions in where the organization plans to pivot or what have you. Can you talk more about what made you have that as your company ethos? Sure. So nurses belong in the boardroom is so important to me because I quickly saw in my first corporate position how sitting at a table or presenting to C-suite executives, I was listened to. What can we do? How do we do this? How do we do this right? What's your thoughts on it? And they would listen to what I had to say and they would institute it. And these were at facilities that I, a year ago, was a bedside nurse at and had the same thoughts or, you know, provided that feedback to my management and it went nowhere. So it was already eye-opening to see, I get on a different side of the business. I now am in the room with these people and they are listening to me, soaking up every word that I have to say and instituting the guidelines that I'm saying. And so I saw quickly how powerful you can be when you work for a company that provides products and services to hospitals. I've worked in a startup before and been in rooms where discussions are being had about research and development with certain populations and bringing that nursing lens and asking questions that patients have that, you know, would ultimately come down and, and, and family and caregivers would have to have questions about offering that perspective changes the whole trajectory of how clinical research study is done or can be done. And so just by having nurses in the boardroom in any company that's providing product services that's going to touch patients or healthcare professionals changes the scope, the awareness, and the ability to see from a different area versus MBAs, business suits, people in money who want to, you know, have one focus, they're able to say, well, wait a minute, let's take a step back and listen, because these are the ones that are in the rooms with the hospitals. These are our people that are in there with our core customers. And so if nurses get in more of these rooms, I have no doubt in my mind that healthcare can change for the better for everyone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, you've been both sides, right? And you mentioned clearly earlier, you you know, you shared your thoughts and suggestions and recommendations, but you were not heard. What do you think is the barrier to that? It doesn't seem like it's a different 
you know, proposal, you're just in a different seat or a different role connecting with hospital leaders. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a great question. I have empathy for management. I know they are stressed. They have a lot on their plate. And I think when you are on this side working in corporate, you have the ability to speak freely without mm-hmm. retribution. And I think that when you work in the hospital setting, there is a lot of, you know, diplomacy around how you bring things to the table. And sometimes people are just afraid to go left when everyone's saying go right. But sitting over here, you brought me in to fix an issue. You want me to give you the ability to change things. And I can say what needs to be said and Mm. not fear any type of retribution, so to speak. But you still have to do it diplomatically, of course. And so I challenge those in leadership to maybe bring some of the, you know, solutions that your nurses are bringing to you to the table, to these leadership discussions and see, I mean, you never know if you don't try. I mean, who's to say it's going to be no, if you don't ask. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if any of my solutions when I was a bedside nurse were being taken to that next level, but I would Mm -hmm. hope now maybe that management is changing and can do that. Yeah, it sounds like it's more riskier, mm. right, to to speak outside the box right. on challenging the status quo as opposed to being an external person with your sole purpose there is to question the status quo. So that's very insightful. And in addition to that, it's funny you said that because, you know, we have HRO concepts, high reliability organization concepts where you know, I remember having worked in organizations before where we you know, we promote people having a questioning attitude. But then again, to your point, is that the fear of retaliation is still there. It's still quite sad that that still exists. Mm-hmm. Agree. So Lexi, in reflecting back in your journey from taking stock, right, from before you made that transition, would you have changed anything looking back in how you've transitioned your career to where you are now? Oh, I think the only thing I would have done differently, I would have looked for corporate nursing positions earlier on. Mm. But I think that every step of the process was a lesson I needed to learn. And so while I wish, you know, I I could have went straight from the ICU into corporate and not have went and tried other specialties, my plan was my plan and it made me a stronger corporate nurse. And so I don't want any nurse to think, well, I need to give years to an area before I come into corporate. No, you don't. You just need at least two years of experience and that inquisitive mindset. And I always tell when potential clients reach out to me, you know, how do I know that I'm ready for corporate nursing? And I say, when you can confidently, not arrogantly, take care of any patient that comes into your area where you're looked at as the resource, where you feel like you've done all that you can do, you're ready for corporate. Thank you for sharing that. So how can nurses start working with you? Oh, wonderful. So they definitely can reach out to me via, I'm all over all avenues of social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. My Leap to Corporate Nursing cohort is now open for enrollment for the fourth quarter of the year. And so my program is not designed for unlimited capacity. It's a small group of individuals because you get a lot of one-on-one time with me. We have a private community of other corporate nurses that, you know, champion and cheerlead and they're going to be your support system. And given that I am in my PhD program, I would hope to run the program again next year, but if I can't give clients the best of me, I won't run the course for that quarter. So I would say if anyone's thinking, I want to get into corporate, I would get in now because 2023, there's no telling what the world will bring us and what my PhD will bring me. 
Well, thank you. What's your focus with your PhD degree? Oh, wow. So I am focused. I love research and development. It is my uh-huh. passion is what I'm supposed to be doing. And so I am working in the diversity within clinical trial space. And that's mm-hmm. where all of my focus is on. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for your time. And to our listeners, I'll be including all the links and including the ways to connect with Lexi in our website. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Lexi. Thank you for listening. To view the complete show notes and all the links mentioned in today's episode, visit milesperillaconsulting.com forward slash podcast. And before you go, make sure you follow or subscribe to this podcast so you can receive the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. This is your host, Miles Perilla, and you're listening to The Insightful Nurse Leader. I'll see you next time.